Planet Japan, episode 12 for August 23rd, 2005. Dirty Dancing and Bovine Billboards. On today's show, we'll tell you about the infamous pinch and slap zone in Japan. You'll also hear the sad tale of the waitress who got a Porsche for a tip. All this and the Planet Japan dancers will whirl and twirl all about the room. Stay tuned. Get ready. Get your seatbelts fast. You're about ready ready to land land on the planet planet Japan Japan with Amy and Doug. So you want to hear a joke? Sure. This grasshopper walks into a bar and the bartender looks at him and says, you know, we have a, a drink named after you. And the grasshopper looks at him and says, you have a drink named Steve? That is so cute. I guess his name was Steve. I love it. Yep. I don't know any grasshoppers named Steve. Um, I don't. But the real question that I have is, how does a grasshopper walk into a bar? <laughs> exactly. They hop, don't they? That's right, or flu. They're a grasshopper, not That's a grass right. walker. Grasshopper walks into a bar. <laughs> I should have, maybe, maybe it was my mistake. I should have said, a grasshopper hops into a bar. Mm-hmm. I guess I ruined the whole joke. No, but it was a good joke. It's very so? cute because there is a drink named a grasshopper. Yeah. So you expect them to say, oh. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if Steve drank a grasshopper. <laughs> drank himself? Drank himself, so to speak. Wow. So welcome back, Amy. It's nice to see you again after the big party. Oh, it's great to be back, Doug. Thanks a lot. That was a great party out at the Moo Bar on Shiraishi. Mm-hmm. Had a Everyone lot of fun. had a mooing good time. You betcha. And we're going to do it again. Yeah. And we uh, finished up, actually, at the Moo Bar last, uh, well, this last weekend, Saturday night. We had a live band and fireworks, and it was ended up being our busiest day of the year. Really? And then from now on, we are only open on Sundays. And we'll be open on Sundays through September until the first typhoon comes. Oh. Yeah, because September's typhoon season. So what happens on Shiraishi when a typhoon comes? Well, we have to take the moo bar down every year. Mm-hmm. And if it's just a small typhoon coming through, we just tie it down. But if a big typhoon comes through, we have to take the whole thing apart, and we don't put it, uh, reassemble it until next year. Oh, I see. Okay. Have typhoons ever done a lot of damage on the island? We have lots of typhoons every fall. But um, last year, we did have a pretty big one that flooded a lot of houses. But oh, really? Yeah. Other than that, they're not usually that bad. They're nothing like... Hurricanes in America. Is there any an, any um, tsunami danger at all None. on the island? Not in the inland sea. Because it's the inland sea. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come in that area. Nope. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to everybody who uh, came out and partied with us. Had a good time. Ma- yeah, that was great. We got a lot of nice emails this last week. Okay, let's hear it. We're getting more and more emails. We've gotten emails so far from the U.S., mm-hmm. Japan... Australia, Germany, mm. Venezuela, mm-hmm. and the moon. The moon. A moon man. Wow, cool. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and what about Sweden? Didn't we get one from Sweden? No, we did not get one from Sweden. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but we would love to get one from Sweden. If there you're you in go. Sweden right now, as we speak, as you are listening to this radio show, if you are in Sweden, and especially if you are a tall, beautiful Swedish woman with long blonde hair, 
please send an email to us. To Doug. To me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We oh. would love to hear from you. We would actually, we would love to get email from every country in the world. Yeah. That's our goal. Don't you think? That's a worthy goal, isn't it? Well, yeah. And if we've already gotten one from the moon, then we can really mm -hmm. go planetary with this as Planet Japan. That's right. We, we can get something from every planet. We are the ninth planet. <laughs> is that right? Are there eight planets? Now, Pluto is no longer a planet. Did you know that? What happened? Pluto has been demoted. <gasps> it's no. just a big rock. Really? Yeah. It's not a planet. Just a giant rock up there. They just decided. Some schmuck at NASA or some someplace decided it's not a planet. That's not fair. It's not fair at all. What are they going to do with the Disney character? Exactly. All you Pluto lovers out there, you just... You rock. You write. You write mm. to NASA. Say, we want our planet back. At least they'll never demote planet Japan. Exactly. They can't touch planet Japan. No. No. They can't mess with us either. Off balance. Okay. Speaking of space... Uh, I read that JTB, which is the Japan Travel Bureau, is going to start offering space trips to anybody who can come up with the money. Space? What kind of space? Like well, backyard space? or? Well, this would be more in the outer space. Oh, outer space. Region, yeah. mm -hmm. And they have two specific uh, tours. You can either go to the space station or the Russian Soyuz spacecraft. I, yeah, that's the space station, isn't it? Hang out there for, for one week on the space station. A whole week? But there's nothing to do in space. Well, you're in space. I mean, you're just... You're just a whole week? Yeah, just looking out the With window. With a tour of Japanese people? Just God, checking out no. the galaxies would be cool enough. Yeah. But the other one that they're going to offer, starting in 2008, by the way, which is only three years away. Sign up now. They're going um, to send you around the moon. Cool. You just go into the JTB office and say, hey... I'm going to go around the moon. All right. And how much is this going to cost you? Only 11 billion yen. Oh, my God. What a bargain. How many dollars is that? 11 oh. billion yen. That's $110 million, I believe. Wow. What a bargain basement price. Yeah. I mean, who could turn that down? So start saving your money now. You would think, though, that prices would come down after a couple of years to maybe, you know, 10 bucks a head. <laughs> yeah. 10 bucks a head? Get me on the spaceship. I'm going around the moon. Yeah. It would be a fun trip. Hey, do you think that from the moon you can see planet Japan? Planet Japan is not that far from the moon, according to the maps that I have seen. I see. Yeah. It certain, yeah. certainly feels a bit, you know, close to the moon. <laughs> a lot less gravity here at the studio. Yeah. So, I don't know. JTB. They're ahead of their time. Yeah. And yeah. soon they'll have tours to planet Japan. I'll bet you, though, talk to me in three years. I'll bet you don't see anything going on at JTB. Why? I, I just think they're just doing a little self-promotion. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't think that's really going to happen. Not in mm. three years. Maybe in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Got an email and our first haiku. Wow. The traditional Japanese poetry consisting of, I believe, uh, 17 syllables. Three lines, 17 syllables. And when it's uh, written in English, it's called international haiku. Oh, really? Well, there you go. And this one is written in English. So here we go. This is our first international haiku. Dog days of summer. I am sweating BBs here. Where is the AC? Woo! Pretty good. Pretty dramatic. I gave it my best Shakespearean. Very dramatic. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that was sent to us by a fellow named Brian Rubrecht, I believe, who lives right here in Japan, in Toyota. Oh, yeah, and the old familiar scene of, gosh, it's hot in Japan. It is hot in Japan these days, yeah. Mm. 
Uh, he also listens to us while he works out. Now, this is something that I haven't, nobody's ever said to me, that they actually listen to us while they work out. Hmm. I think it must be because our show has a real beat to it. <laughs> you know? It just mot- it just keeps you going. I didn't dump it. I think it's the moose. The moose, exactly. Uh, it's the moose that keep people treading on that treadmill and that's right, biking like on the bicycle. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you haven't tried that yet, everybody, just go ahead and, and put it on your iPod, jump onto that uh, onto that treadmill, and and we'll help you get through the day. Uh, help you get through. Join the herd. The exercises. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Brian lives, uh, I mentioned Toyota City. You know why it's called Toyota City? Nope. Because they make Toyotas there. I thought it was Toyota. Toyota. It's in Aichi Prefecture. Yeah. And there's the big uh, factory where they make the Toyotas. Mm -hmm. Wow. There you go. Hey, interesting. I taught English there for uh, two days. (laughs) (laughs) Two days. They'd had enough of you, huh? Yeah, they said, okay, you're fine, get along. We also got a very interesting email from Claudio in Venezuela, way down in South America. Hello, Amy and Doug. I'm in a hurry right now, so I'm just going to write a few words for now. I live in Venezuela, and I have a passion for the Japanese culture since I was 13 when I was about to go and live in Japan, but I couldn't make it. Now I'm 39, and all of a sudden you guys come to my rescue in the form of a podcast, and I just love both of you. Oh, Claudio, I can't wait till you come to Japan. It's nice to be loved. Mm. Claudio also says, please tell me the name of the group that does your closing theme music on the show. And that would be Hiroshima. People are interested in that group. They can find more information at their website, which is at www.hiroshimamusic.com. You can also find a link on our blog to their website. So, thank you, Claudio. So, Amy. Yes. Last week at the party, I had a lot of fun watching the Bon Odori dance on the beach. Oh, yes. That would be the Shiraishi Bon Odori, the Shiraishi dance, which has been performed for over 800 years. Is that right? Yep. I thought it was 400 years, but actually 800 years they've been doing this dance. Wow. Yeah. Even before you and I were born. (laughs) Just a tad before. (laughs) Right. And uh, it looks like a, it's, it's a very colorful dance. <clears throat> it looks kind of conservative, though, and you see mm-hmm. mostly elderly people and small children doing it mm-hmm. a lot. But according to some research I did, it started out as the world's first form of dirty dancing. You mean bone dancing, not the shiraishi dance. Yeah, the bone. Bone dancing in general. What was the dancing we saw on the beach? That was the shiraishi dance. Oh, that was not bone odori dance? Yeah, that's a bone dance. Okay. There, uh, each district in Japan has its own bone dance. Mm-hmm. So there are hundreds of bon dances. So oh, I see. Yeah, Shiraishi uh, Bon Odori is just one of the bon dances. Oh, okay. In Okayama. I see. Well, according to this article in uh, Saizo magazine, which is a Japanese magazine, back in the Edo period, which was between 1603 and 1868, the Bon Odori dances were little more than excuses for public sex orgies. Wow. Yeah. I didn't see any sex orgies on the beach last week. No, unfortunately, that seems to be a tradition they've left behind. So I guess they've changed the whole thing a little bit. Yeah, I have heard, however, that um, the lyrics to many of the songs for the dances uh, do contain a lot of, um, well, lewd and crude uh, content. Lewd and crude? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, according to the article, this kind of dancing was so risque that it shocked visiting foreigners who witnessed it. Foreigners are always so easily shocked. This is true. They always have been. Mm -hmm. And then then they always want to change 
the way Japanese people do things because it's they they consider it to be shocking. Right, but actually it's quite a free country in many ways, isn't it? Exactly. But uh, anyway, because the foreigners were so shocked, the Meiji government decided to declare the dance form Japan's shame, Ooh. and they banned it. <gasps> but though the band may have cleaned up the dirty dancing when outside eyes were looking, raunchy bone odori continued in many areas across the country, with some even existing until now, according to the magazine. Oh, let's go. Yeah, there's one in uh, Niigata Prefecture. Great. It's called Uonuma. Uonuma. And the dance is called the Shineri Benten Tataki Jizo Dance. Wow, that's a long dance. Every summer you can go there, and there's a special zone at the festival. Ah, that's the one where you can pinch and slap. It's the pinch and slap zone. The pinch and slap <laughs> dance and the pinch and exactly. slap zone. On the day of the festival, men are permitted to pinch women, Ooh. while the girls are given free reign to slap men as much as they like. Wow. But you know, you get a few angry women to take out their their pent-up uh, emotions about men. You could just, you could have a riot on your hands. Yeah, you could go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That could be dangerous. Girls, take notice. <laughs> Slapping rights. During feudal times, the pinches and slaps of today would have been, of course, far more carnal in nature. Carnal. There's a good word for our Japanese listeners. At the center of the festival, there's a sign, and it says, you are entering the pinch and slap zone. <laughs> <laughs> there's no turning back. This is the pinch and slap zone. If you're looking for the twilight zone, you're in the wrong place. Mm. This is the pinch and slap zone. Women must not complain if they are pinched by men, and men must not complain if they are slapped by women. Wow, this is this is great. It's a free-for-all. Exactly. Pinch and slap, free-for-all. another sign that says molesting is strictly forbidden. Oh, right. No molesting. Mm, like a cuddle party. Like a cuddle party. There's no, There's sex, no sex at a cuddle party. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, can they pinch and slap at the cuddle parties? I think, uh, well, mild, mild pinching and slapping may be allowed. Mm. I'm not sure. Mm. Now, these cuddle parties are just something I found out about recently. Evidently, they're very hot in New York City is where they started, but they've spread Mm-hmm. like some insidious virus <laughs> across the globe. Wow. Yeah, these are parties. People pay actual money to go and cuddle with complete strangers. Oh. It's a mixed, it's it's a men and women, grown-up grown, grown up people, put on pajamas. They go to somebody's house or something, and they they cuddle. So all I need to do is get a group of friends together, charge them each, you know, 40 bucks, mm-hmm. and say, go cuddle. Exactly. They're they're making a fortune doing this. Wow. It's hotter than Tupperware. We could do this at the Moo Bar. You could have a cuddle party. Yeah. 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 There are rules at cuddle parties, though. Cuddling is okay. Back massages are okay. Mm. Uh, Foot massages are okay. Even kissing is okay, as long as it's not French kissing. No French kissing. No. How about German kissing? Italian, German, all that, that's Spanish? okay. Spanish is okay. okay. But no French kissing. No French kissing. Well, I can understand that. Yeah. You know, the, the French. That's right. Well, yeah, they're, they're yeah. a nasty group over there. But um, the rules are that there's no French kissing. There's also no, here's the big one, no sex. No sex. And you cannot take off any clothing, which mm. I guess would, you wouldn't really need the second rule if you just enforce the first rule. Right, but are, isn't everyone supposed to be in pajamas? Yeah, but you cannot remove your pajamas. Oh, right. You, yeah, well, I have cow pajamas, so I could do some cow cuddling. <laughs> I'm kind of cuddly, aren't, aren't I? You are kind of cuddly, yeah. yeah. So are you. Oh, thank we you. Should, we should try a cuddle now and then, you know? Yeah, well, no. mm-hmm. maybe, well, maybe next year at maybe the uh, Planet Japan podcast party, we can mm-hmm. have a, 
a cuddling party. Sure. By the way, we should tell people that uh, we we had some photos taken of just the two of us last week. Mm. If you want to see what a really good-looking couple of people we are, go to our website and you'll see uh, at the bottom of the page, you'll see a couple of pictures. Yeah. Or if you go to my photography website, you'll see even bigger pictures uh, that I took from last weekend. Oh, it's really? called Beach Blanket Bingo. Wow. Which ironically was the name of the program last week. Which ironically was the name of a very uh, cheesy movie from the 50s. That's right. <laughs> Starring Annette Funicello. You know, I was in love with her when I was 12. Were you? Mm. When she was a Mickey, Mickey Mouse Mouseketeer. Mm. She was hot. She was the first girl to really get breasts on that show. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, true. You know this. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. Mm. It's a historical fact. For all you breast watchers <laughs> out there. Hey, Doug. Yes, ma'am. Is it time for cowtails? I wish it was, oh. but it's not. Mm. No. Mm. Eventually, it's going to come along. Okay. But you're just going to have to hold your horses or hold your cows, as hold it were. Hold my cows. Hold your cows. Okay. Okay. It is time. Uh, I thought that we might talk a little bit about uh, tipping in Japan. Cow tipping? Well, we could talk about cow tipping, too, if you want to. Yeah. But yeah. no, I was thinking more about uh, like tipping waitresses and so on. Oh, I see. When I first came to Japan, I was very surprised to find out that there is no tipping in Japan. No, and there sure is, and I can tell you that as a bartender. <laughs> you don't get tips at all? No. Hmm. I think that we should change the rules. Well, yeah, for people who get tips normally in the U.S., it's not such a great rule. But for people who have to give tips all the time, it's a welcome relief. Oh, you cheapskates. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wonder why that is, that people don't tip in Japan. Is it because people who live who who have jobs like waitressing and taxi drivers make plenty of money? Well, the reason uh, we tip in the States is because those jobs usually are not even minimum wage jobs. Mm-hmm. They're far less. Yeah. So the way they are m- these people are making their income is partly through tips. Mm-hmm. And it keeps the expenses down for the restaurant as well. Right. So in Japan, maybe that's not the case? No, they pay everyone minimum wage. Oh, I see. All jobs start. Mm. I mean, those kinds of jobs in the service industry. Anyway, if you come to Japan, keep your money in your pocket. Yeah, it's it's kind of nice because you don't really have to think about it. And Mm -hmm. you still get great service. That's the the wonderful thing about Japan. That's the amazing thing. You get much better service than you do back home. Even a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, (coughs) it's interesting because I always have to kind of teach my students how to tip if they're going to the U.S. Right. We have little tipping lessons. (laughs) Mm. And and what are the tips that you give them on tipping? Well, they always want to know who do I have to tip, Mm. and who do do I not have to tip, and how much should I tip, and. You should always tip your English teacher. Well, I'm trying to get them. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to convince them that that's the American <laughs> tradition to always tip your English teacher after the lesson is finished. Well, actually, in Japan, um, teachers are tipped, but it's more of a bribe. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. This goes on quite tell a bit. Tell me. Tell me more. Well, um, there's a long tradition in Japan of like uh, high school, junior high school teachers making the rounds to students' houses. Mm-hmm. And they talk to the parents about the kids, how they're doing and everything. And apparently at that time, the parents will often give an envelope to the teacher. Oh, really? And it's kind of like a protection money for their <laughs> kids. Like, you know, make sure my kid passes or take good care of my... You know, no kidding. Child. Yeah, yeah. It's that blatant? Mm-hmm. Now, what is mm-hmm. the teacher supposed to do in exchange for 
the money exactly. Just give that kid attention, make sure he's not getting behind, maybe tell the parents if um, he's not doing so well. So do teachers, if they don't get this money, do they somehow feel that they, they're not going to give their full attention to that student? Uh, I wouldn't say that it goes that far, but you can guarantee that if someone gives you, know, you some money to look after their kid, you're going to mm-hmm. do it, right? Did you know that, um, that you, if you're a student in a public school, you can't get kicked out? Mm, yep. No Very matter what horrible, terrible things you do? Yep. They also pass kids, too. No matter yeah. what. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of that going on back home, I think. Actually, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Passing people up no mm-hmm. matter how badly they do. Mm-hmm. But you can't get suspended. They don't have a, even really any kind of detention right. system for bad kids. Mm-hmm. So bad kids, just they just kind of ignore them from what yeah. I could observe. Right. <laughs> they just, just kind of write them off, which is kind of sad. Anyway, um, the reason I started thinking about tipping in Japan was because I saw this story out of Sweden about a waitress who was given a Porsche as a tip from one of her customers. Wow. That's cool. Now, the the headline said, Stunned Waitress Gets Porsche as a Tip in Sweden. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, wow, that's very generous. But then, after reading the story, I was shocked Uh-oh. to find out that this was not a, a new Porsche, a state-of-the-art, top-of-the-line, cream-of-the-crop kind of Porsche. What kind this of Porsche was it? This was a 1979 was Porsche 924 worth only about $4,000. Only $4,000. Well, what a measly tip that is. I hope that you tell your students they've got to tip way more than that. What is this guy thinking? He just wanted to get rid of an old piece of crap car that he had. Yeah. And so he he pawned it off on this poor, unsuspecting 19-year-old waitress. Only $4,000. Yeah, a $4,000 Porsche. Can you imagine? I bet she was worth a lot more than that, that waitress. Yeah, well, I would have given her. I would have given her my bicycle at least. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth more than four thousand dollars. Oh, as long as it's shiny and new. Yeah, Porsches are nice though. There is one other kind of tipping we haven't covered, and that's uh, cow tipping. Oh, that's right. You want to talk about cow tipping? Now, Do that's, you know what cow tipping yeah, is? Yeah, I've heard that's where you go out and you you push a cow over. That's right. You catch them while they're sleeping. They and sleep standing up. Yeah, they do. Right, and then you push them off balance, and that's called cow tipping. Uh-huh. We do it in Ohio. It sounds cruel. Oh, it's just fun. How would you like it if you were sleeping, standing up, and somebody <laughs> came over and just started pushing you over? Yeah, you could do that with the Japanese, actually. They sleep standing up <laughs> while they're waiting for the, like, the traffic lights to change really? and yeah. on, on the train and stuff. Yeah. Ah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Japanese tipping. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Cow tipping. And you used to actually do that? Oh, yeah. And then you, you would run away before they'd wake up and attack you? But they would be startled for sure, yes. Yeah, and probably annoyed, too. Oh, cows are very nice. They don't yell yeah, and scream. Yeah, but you can only or, you can you only know. push a cow so far before you, he'll turn on you. <laughs> before he falls over. <laughs> before he falls over. Okay, so is it time for cow tales? And this week's cow tale was brought to our attention by one of our listeners in Illinois named Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. It certainly is. It's time for cow tales oh, this I can week. Oh, har- I can hardly wait. And this week we're going to talk about bovine billboards and cow painting. Go on, get out of here. Yep, truly. Purple cows. Get out of town. Painted purple cows. Okay. That are acting as billboards. Mm -hmm. And uh, the goldenpalace.com has a new way of advertising. And it's by putting their 
website address on the sides of cows in a pasture. They just in America paint them onto the side of the cows. That's right, and it's on uh, you know I seventy five in the states. Oh sure, right it goes north to south, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, they have stenciled on the sides of one hundred cows. Goldenpalace.com, and they these cows have been spray painted purple, just so that you know you can see them. They stand out. That's right. Mm-hmm. Peta has endorsed the campaign because it prefers cows used as props to cows used as food. Exactly, and I think the cows probably feel the same way. Yeah. If they had a choice between being a billboard and being a hamburger. They'd go for the billboard. Every time. Indeed. Yeah. So actually, um, now the campaign director says that they're helping keep the cows alive by advertising on them. Oh, really? Right, because they're keeping them from, you know, the food mill. Well, they'll get... They'll get slaughtered eventually, won't they? Well, not until middle to late... Wait, to not until <laughs> old to late middle age. Uh, no, that doesn't That doesn't sense. sound... No, that's <laughs> not right. Not until they're <laughs> 10 to 13 years old, which is late middle age for a cow. In cow years. Right. So by then, those purple hairs would be turning gray. But I don't want to be eating old hamburgers. Well, you probably do anyway. You think? Yeah. Really? I wonder mm-hmm. how old the average cow is when they... They kill them for McDonald's. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But the paint they used is non-toxic to cows, thank God. And this is interesting. Florida ranchers often use this. They They spray paint this color onto the sides of their herds during hurricanes so that they can be easy to spot if they get lost in the hurricane. Well, that's a very clever idea. Isn't it, though? Yeah. So, cow advertising, there you go. It's the new wave of advertising. Got something to say? You know, that reminds me of the old uh, tattoo advertising that uh, was pop. I guess this is coming back, actually. Uh, But back in the late 90s, when I was in San Francisco, there was a Mexican food restaurant downtown that uh, had a promotion. And they said, if you come into our our shop, we'll we'll tattoo our logo on your arm. Mm -hmm. A permanent tattoo. And in return, you can get a free lunch at our restaurant every day for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life? Now, that sounds pretty, like a pretty good offer, doesn't it? Well, yeah, if you want to eat Mexican food every day for the yeah. rest of your life. No, actually, it, it might have been like once a week. or so. I'm not sure it was every mm. day. But it was a pretty good, pretty good deal. Right. In fact, it was too good. Oh. <laughs> because as you know, in San Francisco, there's a very large homeless population. And they, they know a good deal when they see one. So they ended up with a bunch of homeless people with... Uh, tattoos on their arms advertising their their restaurant and their lunchtime being monopolized by homeless people. So that is uh, one ad campaign gone that has exactly. backfired. Now that's that's either a true story or it's an urban legend. I'm not sure. <laughs> if an urban legend mm-hmm. is the city, what's a, the, a country legend? That would be a, a rural legend. I guess. So it's time for audio pneumonics. I've been waiting for 30 minutes now and it's finally here. All right. Well, today's kanji is the kanji for middle or inside, which in Japanese is pronounced either naka or chu. To make this kanji, it's a very simple kanji. And what you do is you make you draw a rectangle, right? A horizontal rectangle. And then you go up to that rectangle and you take a very long samurai sword and you stab the rectangle straight through. Oh, that's got to hurt. Yeah. And then you have it in the middle. Your samurai sword has been stuck in the middle mm-hmm. of the rectangle. 
And that's your kanji in the middle. Middle. Is center. There any, any blood dripping out of it or No. No. No, that's an important distinction and okay. as they say in uh Harikiri <laughs> when you Harry Carry? Yeah, Harry Carry when <laughs> which is ritual suicide through the, you know, the yeah. stomach. Mm-hmm. That if you do it correctly, there's no blood. It's a straight, oh. clean, right through, all the way to through to the back. And it doesn't even hurt if you do it correctly. You well, feel I nothing. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you, you do bleed because you bleed to death eventually. Yeah. But, yeah, if it's done uh, perfectly, it mm-hmm. just goes straight, clean through. So to get it perfect, though, do you have to practice a lot? <laughs> I don't know, but you could practice on these rectangles. Rectangles. Yeah, there you go. Okay, stabbing rectangles. And so that's the middle. Yeah. That means middle. Yep. Okay, thank you very much for this week's audio mnemonic kanji, and we'll put the kanji on the blog as we always do. Okay, anything else on your mind, Amy? Yes. So I guess that's about it for this week from the Planet Japan right here in beautiful downtown. Okayama City. It's been fun. It's been thrilling. It's been exciting. We are so happy that uh, people are responding well to the program and that we're in the top 100 over at Podcast Alley. And if you haven't had a chance to vote in August, jump on over there. Just follow the link on our website. And we really appreciate every vote that we get. Please feel free to leave comments, too. People are leaving very nice comments on mm, the site. Very nice. Yeah. And lots of moos. I always like when people leave moos. People are mooing left and right. Yeah. It's I'm just amazed. It's wonderful. It's a, it's a whole movement that's catching on around the world. It's a movement. There you go. Yeah. And soon we'll have the whole world mooing. And, and that's a scary thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's a great way to relieve stress. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's, you can't really do it without laughing anyway That's so true. it's, it's yeah. definitely yeah a good okay. thing mooing is and of course if you would like to send email to us you can write to planetjapan05 at yahoo.com and don't forget to visit our website at planetjapan.org and from there you can head on over to the blog where you can find all the show notes and lots of fun stuff so we're going to move on out of here, and we will see you next week. Take it easy. All bye right. bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Mom.